Well, hello there and welcome to episode 81 of the Whiskey Wonder Podcast. I'm your host, Michael Lewis, certified bourbon steward from the Stave and Thief Society. Welcome to episode 81. I know that some of you are probably surprised thinking, wow, would we ever hear episode 81 again? Yes, I'm alive and well, feeling great. I know it's been since I think probably July 19th or somewhere around that time in 2022 that I last cut a podcast. And I want to say, yes, I have been around, but a lot of major changes in life and, and, and what a what a goofy type of year it was for me. So much going on uh, starting in the month of uh, April and May last year of 2022 and thought, you know, today would be a good time to cut a podcast since it's been a while. And uh, I just, you know, I've been trying to cut some podcasts. I didn't like them. They didn't sound good. They didn't sound polished. And, and uh, I just, you know, like I said, a lot going on last year and I just never really cut a podcast. I'm in a new location and new, uh, just a lot of new things in life or newer than last year. So welcome to episode 81. We wanted to cut a podcast. I'm your host, Michael Lewis, certified bourbon steward from the Stave and Thief Society and Maker's Mark Ambassador. Welcome to episode 81. And sorry it took so long to finally get uh, this episode out to you. So we'll get right into it. The war we examine the world of whiskey. I give you some things uh, I've been thinking about and contemplating in, in whiskey. I will start right off the bat for those of you that read whiskey uh, advocate magazine uh one of the issues that came out their their special uh, edition that was for the uh, whiskey advocate magazine's whiskey of the year congratulations to jack daniels bonded that actually won whiskey of the year that was the whiskey now that good luck if you're in the boise idaho area like i am good luck getting that because you're not going to find it in any liquor store and so that is now, I believe, talking to one liquor store managers, either called rare and or allocated by the state of Idaho. Good luck finding it. Uh, that's pretty much just one of those things that as soon as you start winning awards, then it's going to be hard to find those. And, and on that note, I'm going to say, too, if you're in the Boise, Idaho area, make sure and, and probably I don't know about other areas, but I could definitely say in my home area, I would recommend get Buffalo Trace if you can find it. And I know there are some whiskeys now that just within like, you know, a couple of years ago, you could always find Buffalo Trace. And it wasn't that expensive, you could find it. And so it's one of those things that I would highly recommend, get Buffalo Trace and find those bottles if you can and buy them because sometimes in whiskey, that's that's the, the wild and crazy thing about the world of whiskey. If you don't get those bottles now that you think you need to be buying, you could pretty much think that you're not going to find them again. So I'd recommend get Buffalo Trace, get them if you can. If you can find the Jack Daniels Bonded, you might want to get a bottle. Now, I don't want to sound too much like a doom and gloomist here, but you know, if you know, I'm just I'm just saying I, I was actually surprised. You know, I I have you know the bottle. I actually have the 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 Bonded by Jack Daniels. And, you know, I, I tried it and I thought, well, you know, I, I'll, I'll admit here on this podcast that you really, I really liked so much, uh, actually better, I liked the triple mash. And that's also, you know, the Jack Daniels triple mash. That's really hard to find too. Now, so, but I like the triple mash way better than the bonded. 
but I say, you know, if you can find any of those bottles, you get it because that's the, the, the value of, of whiskey too, is that if you find these bottles now and you buy them when you can and they're not available, that is what brings that value up in your bottle. And so I'd recommend if you can find Buffalo Trace, get it. And if you can find uh, the Triple Mash by Jack Daniels, I really like that. That was really yummy, delicious. I'd use it as a mixer in my uh, some black tea on ice. And I put some um, of that. It's just fantastic. I put the, sometimes I'd use peach tea and black tea mix. And then I would go ahead and throw in some, I throw in some of that uh, triple mash from Jack Daniels, and it was a really yummy uh, on ice, of course, really yummy beverage. So if you can find Jack Daniels bonded, find Jack Daniels triple mash. If you can find it, do it. And, and of course, in my tea, I would actually put uh, not the bonded, but I'd put in the triple mash along with the. Uh, I love the uh, pure leaf tea; it's fantastic. I take some peach or, or regular the sweet tea and I put it on ice and I mix it with uh, some black tea I'd get in a coffee uh, coffee establishment. And I would go there and, and mix my, uh, of course, I'd buy the tea and then take it home. And then uh, well, that's what the Jack Daniels was. So I'd buy the tea and uh, from the coffee place and then uh, take it home and then put the uh, Jack Daniels in that. It was really, really yummy. Something I wanna share with you is the best whiskey in 2023 top five spirits most recommended by experts this is by Elsa Lee and this was dated February 16th so not too uh, long ago and it goes into uh, a good article if you want to kind of read through it and I will just go through the list that they talked about and the list they had best whiskey according to experts and number one, they actually had it, and I've recommended this so many times. And that's one thing I try to do on the podcast is give you quality, quality recommendations that um, hopefully you'll you'll enjoy. And one of the things I did recommend was Uncle Nearest, and this is their number one. Now I did say I like the 1884 myself. I have that at home. I really like the 1884. And thank you to Ken. I know that I've been able to have a chance to go to his place before. Check him out at kensbar.org where he writes a blog. And I know that on this list that we're reading here from uh, studyfinds.org, and it mentions Uncle Nearest number one, but it's the 1856 Tennessee whiskey. And I will say this is I really like the 1884 actually better, but you know, buy it. I, I recommend it first thing when I was at a liquor store one time and a guy came in and wanted to buy something for his boss. And so I said, well, here's Woodenville and then here's Uncle Nearest. And I recommended the 1856 because that's that's the, the one main one you're always going to hear more about, more, even more than the 1884. And so that's the 1856 you'll hear more about than the 1884. And so anyway, um, the Food Network, quoting from the article, says this whiskey is quite versatile. It makes a fantastic whiskey sour, but is also wonderful on the rocks where the whiskey's luxurious apricot and caramel notes really shine through, and says the Food Network. So anyway, get Uncle Nearest 1856. As I say, this guy was looking for something for his boss. I recommended it. He bought it at Woodenville too. So I know he spent at the time 
uh, probably over, probably about a, over around $100 back in the day. And whiskey's going up. So definitely I've seen bottles now, they're like five, $6 extra more per bottle, depending on the bottle. So that's why I want to try to get your bottles now before prices keep going up and you can't find those anymore. But the list best whiskey according to experts, Uncle Nearest, 1856, Tennessee whiskey. Although I will I will add, I really like the 1884 better. And thanks to Ken because, and I mentioned Ken because the 1856 is what we had at, uh, he has at his bar and I've tried that before. So Uncle Nearest, fabulous. Now number two they have is Johnny Walker Blue Label. I have Blue Label at home. I have that one. I, you know, I was mentioned to a colleague that I work with. He was asking me recently about about some um, alcohol because he knew I was. Um, he heard something about. Oh, somebody said that you're, you know, you know about whiskey and stuff. I said, well, you know, I, I'm certified bourbon steward from the State of Thieves Society back in Kentucky, and so then I, I really love uh, being able to, uh, you know, do shop talk and talk to people about whiskey. And Johnny Walker Blue Label is their number two. Now I have that at home. I've tried uh, Blue Label. I have it. Uh, you know, for me personally, it's not worth the two hundred. The two. I think it's like two hundred twenty-five dollars. I think, at least in the Boise, Idaho area, I think it's about two hundred twenty-five, or it's definitely the two hundred dollar range. And I, for me, I think that's really, really, really super. You know, expensive. And, but I know based on reading about it before, they take, they look at all these thousands of barrels and they take, it's like the rarest whiskey. And so, you know, you're getting some pretty rare stuff and that's why you're gonna have that. Uh, you're gonna actually have that be, be expensive. Their number three, continuing the list, number three is Henry McKenna single barrel. And that one actually won uh, a number of years ago, actually did win the San Francisco World Spirits competition. I've talked about it before, overall best of show, Henry McKenna, the bottle and bond, age 10 years. Uh, I have that at home as well. I've had that, thank you again to Ken and the Henry McKenna single barrel. That one is, you know, the um, definitely the one, uh, they're showing the picture here in the article, the bottle and bond, but they have listed here that single, uh, single barrel. And the article says, Henry McKenna is the only extra aged bottle and bond single barrel bourbon currently available today. And so anyway, when you look at that, um, it's something that you might want to, if you can find it, but that's a pretty hard one to find as well. So that is definitely um, one that is tough to find. And I won't, I won't read all the lists, but number five, I did want to comment on this one uh, from the article, Red Breast Kentucky Oak Edition. Actually, I reckon that one uh, I haven't had I would think that'd be a good recommendation because number one, I love Redbreast 12. Redbreast 12 is fantastic. And it is, it is um, uh, just Redbreast 12, I know is a Irish whiskey. It is fantastic. It is, it is wonderful. But they actually have Redbreast uh, Kentucky Oak Edition. Okay, now Redbreast 12 is an Irish whiskey. And then we look at Redbreast Kentucky Oak Edition. The article says this unique whiskey is triple distilled in copper pot stills and aged in American bourbon barrels and Spanish Oloroso sherry butts. It is then finished for a minimum of four months, hand-selected, air-dried American oak from the Taylor Family Farm in Kentucky. Inside Hook finds, quote, the combo certainly enhances the wood and vanilla notes, while the hints of dark fruit, nutmeg, and cinnamon still wonderfully linger, unquote. And so uh, I will add that Whiskey Advocate Magazine actually had that as its number two overall 
after the Jack Daniels bonded. So Jack Daniels bonded Whiskey Advocate Magazine of the Year, or magazine, uh, I should say, Whiskey of the Year. They had number one was Jack Daniels bonded. But number two was the Red Breast Kentucky Oak Edition. And so, but Red Breast when I, uh, is basically 12. If you get Red Breast 12, they make a fantastic, uh, a, a fantastic, fantastic um, Irish whiskey. So Red Breast, Red Breast, uh, Kentucky Oak Edition, that Irish uh, whiskey, Red Breast, get that Kentucky Oak Edition. I would like to try that bottle. I like to try it because their Irish whiskey, that Red Breast 12 is fantastic. Just fantastic. Just amazing. And was uh, Whiskey Advocate Magazine's um, number, you know, number two overall. So, and about the author, uh, Elsa Lee is a uh, freelance journalist, copywriter, and marketer based out of, Los An- out of the Los Angeles area. She's been writing for uh, seven years. So you can check her article out at studyfinds.org. And we were sharing with you the article uh, that she uh, wrote, uh, that she wrote here, which was uh, best whiskey in 2023, top five spirits most recommended by experts. So anyway, maybe you'll find those. If you like those, maybe find them and to try those and see um, what you like in the area of whiskey. And so anyway, I don't want to make this podcast uh, very long, but I did want to talk about some whiskey and it's been nice to get back uh, to cut another podcast. I know it's been so long and I don't know when I'm going to cut the next one. That's the thing about these, but uh, I'm glad that I have an opportunity to maybe share some uh, whiskey uh, comments with you and as we delve into the world of whiskey if you can find you know buffalo trace find it get it uh you can find if you can find any of these that we talked about on the podcast here on episode 81 that you can hopefully find at the liquor store um get it you know see if you you can find them then truly uh get these so i really enjoy i really enjoy uh reading about whiskey I, I always enjoy it and you can become like i said your own uh your own et- experts you can become your own expert and uh, we'll try to give you uh more we'll try to give you more uh information and um and you know not everybody's going to agree with this list you know not everybody not everybody is going to agree with this list but this is just what this particular list says and uh, you know you're going to have your own. You're going to have your own whiskey. What you like, you know. I've had barrels. I've had, uh, I've had barrels before. Uh, I should say hello barrels. No, I've had um, not barrels of whiskey. Obviously, I'm going to be standing right now, or or alive if I was drinking by the barrel. But bottles by the for uh, before. I've had bottles of whiskey before that, or taste the bottles that were just you know, it was really super expensive, and I didn't really like it. And sometimes the cheaper stuff, you know, I really love Benchmark 8 was fantastic. I was at a liquor store uh, not too long ago and I, one of the ladies that actually was doing a demo for uh, one of their products and I really enjoyed talking to those guys and uh, we were chatting and she actually, after she knew about me being a sort of my bourbon steward and we kind of did some shop talk and then actually she um came to me and she said, if I only had, I think she said, if she only had, um, 
I can't remember if it was like $20. No, I think it was like $30 or something like that. And it was interesting because we had this discussion and she was working at, at, not for the liquor store, but at the liquor store for her promotion for her company. And she had some really yummy, um, uh, yummy, like old fashioned. And I actually liked it. That's so great. I think I'm going to go and, and probably buy it. It's kind of a mixed drink bottle that you can get uh, in the Smalley section or pretty close by the Smalley section. And, and I struck up this conversation with her. And it was interesting too, because we talked, we chatted for a little while, and and uh, and I and I love it when people ask me. You know, these are people that work in the field too of alcohol. And she approached me after we talked for a while, because I was looking for some stuff to take to Ken, and uh, what I wanted to take to him, and and, and as a gift, I got him singletons, by the way, single malt uh, Scotch, twelve years, really good, and um, really good. And I got him a, uh, I got him a bottle of that Singleton's, and I recommend get it if you can find it. Because sometimes it's that's a hard uh, single malt Scotch to find. And so I got Ken that, but I was looking at the liquor store, and, and she approached me and she said, "Well, what if I only had?" Which I, I love these kind of questions uh, because I love cheap, but I love good and I love quality. And she said, "Well, what what would you recommend? What would you recommend for me?" If I only had, I think she said thirty dollars. I'd be like, I think it was like thirty dollars, and and then so I was, you know, in the um, in the section, uh, you know, the bourbon bourbon section, and um, and I recommended her. I said, Old Granddad, and I talked about the story behind Old Granddad and President. Uh, I believe it was President uh, Truman. I believe I always get mixed up as Wilson or, or Truman. But I believe it was President Truman. And he would have like one egg, one piece of toast, one bacon, one piece, you know, a piece of egg, piece of toast, piece of bacon. And he would uh, wash it down with like, I think it was like a shot or something of the old granddad. And I recommended old granddad. And I think at the time I saw the bottles like 18 bucks, $18.25 or $18 something uh, cents. And I recommended that to her. I said, well, old granddad, because she said, if I only had like 30 bucks, what, what can I get? It might have been either twenty or thirty dollars. They might have been thirty. And I said I'd recommend, you know, old granddad, just off the top of my head. I said based on what I'm looking at uh, here in this section and old granddad because it's it's super cheap. It's really good, really yummy. I had I've had like half my bottle, you know, gone, and uh, that would be one that I really 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 like. And then so old granddad, that would be one to have. I like it. And uh, maybe you, you'll like it too, but what one person likes, somebody else doesn't. And you can have your own list. This list, not everybody's going to agree with this list. I'm just reading what the list says from studyfinds.org. Maybe you agree with the list, maybe you don't. But uh, have your own list of what you like. And that's what matters most is what you like. And then so one of the things too that is, uh, I just want to add this because sometimes it's a misnomer when it comes to whiskey and it comes to the the type of, of wood, um, I must say, and all the specificness of, of bourbon. And I want to get kind of technical here a little bit. I usually don't like to get too technical, but but I will maybe for a moment, is that on the, on the technicalities here is it doesn't, bourbon doesn't have to age in American white oak. I know that's going to sound like, he just, you know, it sounds like I just said some cuss words here. And, but it is true that bourbon doesn't have to age in new American white oak. Now it has to age in new oak. That's true. 
And if we get, like I said, if we can get a little bit on the technical side here on the podcast, that to be considered bourbon, it does not have to age in new American white oak. But I will heavily qualify this, but it still has to age in new oak. Yes, that part is true. It has to age in brand new oak. True. But it doesn't have to necessarily be American white oak. Now, we do have a number, you know, of uh, bourbon that is produced, yes, from American white oak. But we're running low, well, we're running low on that in this country. And the wood is being used up faster than it's growing. And one of the things that bourbon has to be new oak. It could be French oak. It could be Mongolian oak. Now, usually for, you know, these distilleries, that's going to be pretty expensive. And so it's going to be less expensive to use the American white oak in comparison to other more expensive oaks out there. But regardless of the oak that's used for bourbon, it doesn't matter what oak it is. But it does matter that it has to be brand new, though. That's true. It has to be brand new. But it does have to be American white oak. That's not true but it has to be brand new oak that is true and so anyway hopefully that you know maybe clarifies some things on the on on the bourbon aspect you know yeah it has to be you know brand new wood yes it has to be oak specifically it has to be brand new but not necessarily american white oak so hopefully that um, makes sense and, and all that all that good stuff but I, I appreciate, you know, go get whiskey, get your favorite whiskeys. And uh, I just appreciate each and every one of you listening to episode 81 of the Whiskey Wonder Podcast. I appreciate the time we can spend together. And uh, thank you for joining me. I know it's been such a long time, but I had such a, a goofy, just a very, very chaotic uh, summer last summer. And, and it was so busy. And I had to find a new place to live and, and just uh, a lot of things going on last summer and I could not really cut a podcast. Uh, I had no time really. That's how busy I was. Nothing. And after, you know, I think later in the, in the late month of July, couldn't do anything. August, September really couldn't do anything. And then as the year was progressing, you know, October, November, and then I tried, you know, to cut some podcasts, didn't like it, didn't like how it was sounding and some of these things too, and try to redo it based on my, you know, busy, busy schedule. But anyway, that's me. We're on episode 81. Hope you enjoyed the podcast. And thank you for joining me. I appreciate each and every one of you. And uh, we just try to really give you some some good information on whiskey. And remember, if you're in the Boise, Idaho area, you're looking at Buffalo Trace. You know, make sure you get Buffalo Trace because that's going to be a hard, uh, a hard whiskey. Uh, definitely bourbon, I should say. To, well, you know, as the saying goes, right? Bourbon is whiskey. But uh, not all whiskey is bourbon, right? Bourbon is whiskey, but not all whiskey is bourbon because bourbon is a type of whiskey. So anyway, hope you enjoy the podcast. Thank you for listening to episode 81. Remember, always drink uh, safely, responsibly, and in moderation. Thanks for tuning in and cheers. Cheers.